but yes, as I was mentioning, Tony Hawk came at a very formidable time in my life, Melissa. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, I was a young lad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, this is funny because I was just talking to Sam about the podcast and she was mentioning, you know, I love listening to this because I miss you and we don't get the chance to talk very much often anymore. And also Kyle's good too. He's a nice lad. He's a nice lad. <laughs> you, this is this goes all, who you are. This is deeply and this, intrinsically who you are. This goes out to all my fellow lads out there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, you, I, I was mentioning Tony Hawk because I just saw a tweet of his and I thought it was one that just happened, but apparently it was not. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And 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 you, you were like, "Do you follow Tony Hawk?" And I said, "I don't think so." Uh, but it was a tweet that someone else liked, and then we started talking about Tony Hawk. And Tony Hawk's p- Pro Skater is an amazing v- video game. I'm, I remember my brother playing it a lot, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was shortly after, I don't know when exactly, but I remember mm. there was the X Games, I think it was the X Games, where he landed that first 900. I, th- I think I saw that. I think I watched that. That was a thing people uh-huh. did they watched the x games i remember the x games being around and being watched they're still a thing can you quantify for me what a 900 is like 900 of what do you know degrees of rotation okay so he spun around almost three whole times almost yeah okay yeah that that was the, the most thing. anybody can spin uh i don't know i feel like people have topped it <laughs> since then i don't know but that that was like the when he did that that was the first time a human being had <laughs> spun around three times in the air i googled on a skateboard the most anybody can spin the top <laughs> results are all prices right yes <laughs> like the most anybody can spin the big big money wheel hold on i should uh Potentially pull up the Twitch chat to see oh. if people are talking to us. <laughs> what if they know how much a person can spin? Yeah. Oh, um, this is all about game shows. Oh, I like Wheel like of Fortune and stuff like that? Of like yeah. how much can they spin? Search search is related to the most anybody can spin. What happened on the price is right today? That's so funny. Uh Oh, damn it. I just popped the chat out, but Sam was in there saying there was some, there was a whole episode mm. of Rocket Power about I'll the, bet. the the most times anyone is spun, but when I popped the chat out, it canceled it all, and so I I, I can't see it. So, Sam, I saw what you wrote there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know exactly. Um, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to episode 58 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. How are Kyle, you, Melissa? I'm good. I was wondering, like, how long? Well, I have to remind you, 40 minutes in, we One never day introduced that's anybody to the, to the show. One day that will 
ha- happen. We'll just get on a like good enough tangent <laughs> that we go for like 40 minutes straight. And I'm going to be like, and if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 362. Of- <laughs> oh, my God. We'll both be in our 40s. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, so what's been going on in the life of Melissa? How are you today? You were asking me about uh, hurricane stuff. Yeah, you said it was hurricane season in Virginia. Yeah, I uh, actually talked to my parents today on the phone because they went to go see Spider-Man. Oh. And they were like, well, we have to talk to you so you can let us know all the Easter eggs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, And... Of course, after we get done talking about that, then they don't really know what to talk about. So they're like, so how's the weather? Uh, Yeah. And 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 so it's just like they're like, is it raining there? It's supposed to rain there today. Right. I'm like, no, it's not raining now. And then we get off the phone like an hour after that. It's like heavy thunderstorms. It's just like I didn't know this was going to happen. I don't pay attention all that stuff my parents were right yeah they know the weather more than i do Mm -hmm. um but yeah i was describing them as wet tornadoes wet natos because me as a midwesterner i have never experienced a a hurricane and i wanted to know what they were like and if it was like what i've seen in movies (laughs) uh there's a lot less sharks usually (laughs) yeah less sharks over here too absolutely none yeah we have natos only i remember once in elementary school so i the county that i grew up in was one of the like richer counties i don't know if it was on the east coast or just in virginia Mm -hmm. but in our like school district our school always graded higher like an a was 96 and above oh and everyone else was like 90 and above 92 for so us yeah we were all hoity-toity and stuff like that but we mm-hmm. the county that we were in um was so big that parts of it stretched up into the mountains and so we would get snow days a lot Mm -hmm. Um, but it wouldn't necessarily, uh, like be snowing where I lived. It might be snowing up in the mountains, but because it was bad in the mountains, there was a bunch of kids that couldn't get to school or or stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So they'd shut the whole county down, um, which was nice because then it's like, Hey, it's not so, so bad where I am. Uh, but I remember one day we had a hurricane day. Oh, we got off of school entirely because a hurricane i forget what one it was supposed to be it might have been why am i thinking it's hurricane sandy i don't know i don't remember what grade were you in i was in like third or fourth grade so oh no i, I, I feel like remember. that's a more recent one that's, I, that's yeah that's here um, in the 2010s or something maybe something like that i i, I remember George Bush does not like black people. That was oh boy, Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> Pivotal hurricane-related memory. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got a day off and nothing happened. <laughs> Didn't even rain. <laughs> Wasn't very windy. We went to Barnes and Noble with my parents. We ate at Macaroni Grill. That's a good day. 
Yeah. It was fan, fan, fantastic. That's my kind of day <laughs> off from school. You just had a hurricane of carbs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. I had a hurricane of carbs today. Ooh. Have, have you ever... So, I'm... We've all stuffed our faces en enough at mm -hmm. one point where you're just like, oh my god, I can't move. Yeah. Uh, and usually, maybe after an hour or so, you're like you're you're back to normal mm -hmm. or, or something. That's why they have to like don't go swimming thirty minutes <laughs> after you eat. Mm -hmm. Um, I it's it's been like two hours now, and I still feel stuffed. I still. <laughs> What? A, what, did, what happened? It was a big plate of spaghetti and meatballs. Uh-huh. Lots of cheese, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I had three, uh, like, mozzarella-stuffed breadsticks. So it was just, like... Oh, that is a lot. <laughs> a lot of, like, carbs and meat and cheese, and it was great. You... <laughs> Mission accomplished. You really carved up to calmly sit here and talk for an hour and a half yes yeah yeah how to get my workout <laughs> for all this energy i'm gonna burn <laughs> exactly speaking of days off from school my first boyfriend was from alaska and i asked him did you get snow days growing up or was everybody so used to dealing with the snow if it snowed a foot nobody would care and everything would carry on like normal mm -hmm. he's like yeah sometimes it did snow too much for us but really way more often than we ever had snow days we had volcano days oh wow when the volcanoes i don't picture area. volcanoes in alaska oh yeah well he lived in um southern alaska like right by the pacific by mm -hmm. like the you know the chain of islands kind okay. of yeah it makes that like sticky outy bit that you know the penis. points oh all right sure <laughs> <laughs> i can't argue with you there <laughs> so he lived down there which is around volcano territory and he's like yeah uh -huh. it's, there there would be some days there would be way too much ash in the sky and yeah. Yeah, we didn't have to go to school. <laughs> Interesting. So, yeah, I I love learning about different parts of our, our great American country. You're not that far away from me in Virginia, but then Alaska is like, that is another realm. He came to me from another dimension, pretty much. Another dimension, another dimension. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I. What's the farthest you've been out of the country or none a, none you've never been out of the have you been off of the mainland have you been to alaska to mm -hmm. visit said ex boyfriend no 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 we didn't get that far his parents came to visit him so that's when i met the family okay i didn't get to go up there uh the farthest away i've ever been was disney world okay yeah, I, gotcha. I I don't get out much. <laughs> just sort of rotate in a very small circle around the Midwest. I gotcha. I gotcha. I don't. I think the farthest I've been Australia. I, yeah, I've been to Australia. I've been to Mexico, uh, and I've been to Hawaii, off the mainland. So <laughs> about it but it was all like super touristy stuff though and i was super young so i don't mm -hmm. not like i remember it mm -hmm. i 
the thing about living in St. Louis is that the touristy stuff is the local stuff. I mean, it's not like we, oh, I've got a free Saturday afternoon. I'm just going to go up in the arch. I mean, I have done it several times throughout my life, but it's not like that's the hot spot where everybody hangs out. I'm going to go hang out at the arch. <laughs> What's up, babe? You want to ha- c- 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 come hang out at the arch? <laughs> just look at all the <laughs> animatronics of Lewis and Clark they have in the little museum. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so we go there, but not like, you know, this isn't where we hang out, but Forest Park that's like a big tourist destination and a big local destination. Like everybody goes to Forest Park. People like a good park. Yeah, it's a park. It's filled with free museums. I may have outlined this to you previously, but the art museum, science museum, history museum, zoo, and this theater, this outdoor theater I keep talking about, it's all within that park and it's all free. Cool. I, so I... this is for don't know if i knew they were all right there but i oh yeah i'm sure you've mentioned them at some point it's this massive place it's like i don't know the central park of the midwest and so that's where out of towners come and also where this is where we go when we have a free you know saturday afternoon like i don't know well i'll go walk around forest park i guess i can wander in and out of any museum as i (laughs) yeah whenever i drive past it's always filled with joggers and bikers, and people with dogs, and golfers, and people taking engagement photos. That would make sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's it's the spot to do it in. I gotcha. Good stuff. Uh, so you have a couple things on our, like, docket that yes. I kind of hijacked. Oh, sure. So the, the, the first one, you have a quote Yes. Down. And I think I nailed it from what it was from. You, I, I, I left a did. note on there for you. I was like, where you have I nailed heard it that exactly for? So why you had, I'll, why? What is the, <laughs> what is this doing on our list? <laughs> okay. So what I wrote at the top of the list was halt you villains, unhand that science. And you're right. That is a line from the comic Nimona. It is specifically a panel of Ballister and Nimona trying to steal something in a lab, and then Ambrosius Goldenloin breaks in and yells, Oh, you villains! Unhand that that science! science. (laughs) So I have had that one panel printed out and pinned to the bulletin board um, over my desk for Uh years. I'm coming up next month of being being at my company for five years. Okay. Which is a big milestone for me. I'm very proud of myself. And this is a company with, like, not a lot of turnover. It's not like people don't like it and then they leave or something. Just, like, we have older people who retire or, you know, this was a job they only had for the time being. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm start sort of figuring things out. Uh, this isn't exactly it. You know, we have a decent amount of turnover in that regard. And the new people keep coming in. Sure. We're really growing. So after five years, I've already become, like, middle i'm like in the middle of everybody maybe in the upper echelons now just in terms of seniority in the middle smack dab (laughs) in the middle (laughs) wasn't that the uh what was that from it was from like some like lunchable type of thing right no i I think it's like no it's it's like 
not an Oreo, but it's something like an Oreo. I think it's some sort of Chips dessert Ahoy cookie. Chips Ahoy sandwich cookie something is what uh, Sam in the chat says. That's that's it. That's got to be it. I knew Sam would know what it was. Yes. It's middle. that. That's like one of the 90s references that I know. The, the, the like obscure ones. That's like, I know that from somewhere. What is it? Yes. That's a good pull. It's a good pull. But, so you've had this so comic panel on for on like your five yeah, years five years like i was looking back through old pictures of oh what, you know, where was my life at when mm-hmm. i first started this job I'm like oh oh i've had that picture pinned up there the whole time and i've moved desks several times and every time i like pin it back up there because i like it a lot and this week i caught me an academic the criminal book. so i i was ambrosia's golden line I said, Hollywood. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? that science. <laughs> I mean, it's business and economics, so I don't know if you could call that a science science, but still, it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. I did it. I caught a plagiarism. There you go. You caught a <laughs> plagiarism. I, I, yeah, I was very proud of myself. There you go. Uh, so what? what is the process when when something like that like do, is there someone at your company you report them to is there some other organization do you call the <laughs> cops and be like swarm 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 <laughs> there he is uh yeah I was pro- so for one of my journals i we had just accepted this manuscript and the corresponding author wrote to me and said hey i want to add a co-author to this paper which you normally do not do at the very end of the process, yeah, you're no, all supposed to be there when you first submit the paper. Or, you know, here's my revision. I had a colleague come in and help me run these extra tests or whatever, come up with these like, statistics. So he, he was like, no new revision to, to the actual paper, just, hey, here's another name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Just slid it right over to us at the very end. Like, okay, this is weird. And in my name is Mr. Jackson, (laughs) $20. That should do it, right? (laughs) The way it works in, in my business is I have to send this to my editorial contact and she has to send it to the portfolio manager. So it goes through all of these people. I am the middleman. I do a lot of stuff. I have a lot of power. But there's still a jillion people that I have to send things through to make sure it is absolutely confirmed and double-checked and approved, and then I get to do the thing. Sure. So finally they get back to me, and they're like, okay, that's weird, but I guess he's allowed. Uh, If the editor says it's fine, it's fine. And the editor says it's fine. And then I have to add the corresponding author into our, um, I have to take this new co-author, I have to add them into our system information, and I have to send them a verification email that says, hey, please click this link, confirm, yes, I am a co-author of this paper. And while I'm Googling this guy to make sure I've got the right email address, I find that he is a very well-regarded, prestigious, prolific scholar who is like taught at Harvard and at all these other universities, and he, like, writes economics articles for PBS huh. NewsHour. Like, all these accolades. Oh, wow. Which raises a lot of red flags, because we've all heard of, not all of us collectively as the human race, but, like, my office, have heard of cases where an author, like, 
puts their professor as a co-author on their paper because they know that's going to boost the credibility of it, even if their professor did nothing to actually contribute to the paper and should not be counted as an author. I see. Like, this has got to be one of these. So I send the verification link to this new co-author, like, this is likely a sham, but in case it's real, you know, this is what it's for. Click the link one way or the other, accept or decline. And he writes back and he says, this is entirely my paper. I already oh, wow. wrote and published this in a different journal. Look, here's the link. This corresponding author who submitted it, I don't know this person. And they've tried to submit my paper with their name on it to several other journals. Here's all the email addresses Yikes. of those editors for you to go talk to. That's wild. Yeah. It's like I was right. This whole thing seems sketchy to me the entire time. And... Yeah, I got it. I, I wrangled the men. Yeah. Score one for the good guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've done this before. I have a couple times caught an author submitting the same paper to multiple journals at the same time, which you're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You with, wait all the way until it is rejected or until you voluntarily withdraw it, and then you get to go to a different journal. These guys don't get paid for putting it in the journals, right? It, it's all just like, oh, hey, no, here's my they, work here. Yeah, here's they the... They pay the publisher, like, okay. some just page printing charges. Like, okay, it's 12 pages, you have three color figures, it's X amount per page, and this amount for color printing. Because I was thinking that. maybe it was one of those things of, like, you send them out to all of them, see who gets back, and then you leverage it. Well, these guys are going to publish it, so oh, if you up no. my pay... No, no. <laughs> Yeah, they uh, just I I it some people might be new to the world of academics and they just don't get it. Like, no, this isn't like a dating app or something where you just message a ton of people and then see who gets back <laughs> to you. Like you get one at a time. And sometimes, who knows? It it may be sneakier, but this is what we're for. I am the Ambrosius Golden Line. I am the I am the Ambrosius Golden Loin on the front line of science. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> also, it's such a good book, Nemona. So good. I am so jealous that you that and Paul book. already did that book before I got onto the show. I mean, eventually we can do. Like, I feel like there has to be a statute of limitations. Oh yeah. On on this stuff, because it, it it's there's some things it's gonna be like. I remember I read that, but that was like five years ago. I don't remember things that mm-hmm. I read five. years Years ago, or especially I've... we'd like have to cover at least fifty things aggressively each year. Yeah, or I mean, yeah, it, 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 just like I've consumed so much other content, I might yeah, have had a change of, of perspective or change of mind or something like that, or had some new life experience that mm-hmm. opened to my eyes. <laughs> um, now I am in Bruges Golden yeah, I... and I can this much differently i never got around to posting like or i guess reposting those older mm-hmm. episodes they're out there on the internet if you are a if you are a true internet de- detective you can find them but i have taken all the old episodes off of like itunes and stuff like that I can still uh-huh. get them on my app. I can get them on Podcast Addict. And in fact, this week I went back and I listened to the first ever episode of the Whatnots where you were talking about the black tapes. Yeah. And it's, it's it is so a bad it's episode. So, 
It's charming. You are you're going so slowly. We really are. <laughs> you're, you're so slow. And oh, but the foundation is there. Like at one point you're like, this kind of makes me think of this one thing and lost. I'm like, yep, that say, that's, same old Kyle. That's Kyle, yep. <laughs> yeah, and it's the Black Tapes podcast is about ghosts and stuff. And you're like, well, one supernatural thing did happen to me, but you don't get to tell the story in that episode. And it's it's the beam of light story, right? Yes, I'm, I'm assuming it is. That's my it's, like ghost story that i've that i i tell i tell that to people all the time i have i have no idea what it what it was it's it's it haunts me too also by association Uh, haunted by association (laughs) this is a story about a spooky law firm (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i mean like i i Guess you can kind of see like how it ended up being this show, or not this show, but how that show yeah. ended up being the review show, or mm-hmm. I, I guess what was the Whatnots p- podcast originally. Um, but yeah, not a good first episode. <laughs> oh, it worked on me. The first episode. It- I ever found and listened to was Wolf three fifty nine, but I think the next one I listened to was Black Tapes. It it was still because I I think you went back because I mentioned that that was not only the first that that was the first one we released, not the first one we recorded. That was mm-hmm. like episode like three or four because mm-hmm. uh, the rest of them were so bad, like even worse, just like no direction at all. We had no <laughs> idea what we were doing, and I think I think. I don't think we released I, th- I think the one right before that uh we were talking I think Daredevil season 1 on Netflix had come mm-hmm. out right around that time. Yeah. And so uh Paul wanted to talk about some kind of like Daredevil related thing like how would you do a Daredevil movie type of thing uh and and it, and it like we weren't actually talking about a specific piece of content mm-hmm. it, it was just like if you had got to make a daredevil movie what would you do would you want it to be a courtroom drama would you want it to be more action bait like i like, would want it to be a courtroom drama right <laughs> i'm the nerd that watched daredevil and was like more courtrooms and church please yeah this is what i like <laughs> more law and catholic guilt please <laughs> yes um but yeah yeah so like it it and we had done a couple like that before mm-hmm. that and I, I think by that time i was just like we're kind of going like we do we don't have a purpose with this show we want to talk about pop culture stuff but we need like why don't we just make it more of a book club style thing where each week we have a specific thing to talk about mm-hmm. that helps us like focus our yeah. our thing and that's that's what became the whatnots podcast and then what we eventually changed to the review show Um, and like we're so organized now and this first episode is well the season's not done yet so we're only talking about the seven episodes that are out right now and now we're so like clearly delineated yeah yeah and i i i i think i i eventually thought that that was all of season one and then when we went back to it a year later was like oh we we didn't cover all of season one (laughs) so 
who knows good 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 times though mm-hmm. it was fun uh second thing i kind of hijacked on this thing you put m&ms and that was it yes i and <laughs> i have no idea what that means from from your side of the computer screen <laughs> it uh, is what it is kyle i did want to know if you found the crunchy mint m&ms you were looking for at target i wanted to update you that i had peanut butter m&ms again this week for the first time great. in years they're so good they i had to good. like give them to my coworkers. like stop me or i'm going to eat all of these right now did have you put them in the freezer or like in the fridge to like chill them oh i didn't freezer might be too much but yeah that's the cold ones can be good Mm. good but yes i i took my adventure to target uh the the magical land of target uh this past saturday i ended up buying new bed sheets uh two pairs of basketball shorts and what else did I get? What's on your bed sheets? The Anything? new ones that I bought, no, they're just uh, they're a solid color. I have a black pair, I have a white pair, and then I, I bought a like a navy pair when I went to Target. This time. No, your bed sheets. Yeah, yeah. Oh, pair a pair of sheets. I thought you were talking about your shorts. I've never heard sheets described in a pair. Did I say pair? You said, yeah, I have a black pair and a white pair. Well, it's it's the fitted sheet <laughs> and the sheet on on to, on top no, of it. They're, they're... It does come with two, but I've never heard anybody say a pair of sheets. I, I mean, if if it had its own, I, I guess it did also come with matching pillowcases. So it it is a set. <laughs> A, 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 a uh-huh. set okay. of a set is bed sheets or bed paraphernalia. <laughs> <laughs> bed accessories. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I'm boring like that, but I, I, I feel, I feel like a lot of the designs target had, they were kind of picked clean. I felt like they, they didn't have much. Oh. I was, I was like, this is not much. And the, the, patterned ones that they have didn't seem like ones that i would have in my very technology cyberpunk manly bedroom (laughs) yeah you're not gonna have like my cute pink floral bed sheets probably not not that i'm against that but it wouldn't go with i i I don't even have a theme in my room but yeah cyberpunks don't have flowers (laughs) You never know. Uh, <laughs> Your flowers. They're no, just I, made I, out of holograms. Like, it, it, it's weird because, like, I am a graphic designer, so I do like patterns. I do like all of that stuff, but I'm also very picky about that stuff, <laughs> too. Because, uh, so, yeah, I, I tend to just go with, if if I do wear, like, a t-shirt or, so, or something that has a design on it, it's usually a logo or some kind of c- c- company that I like or want to mm-hmm. support or some podcaster that it's like i want to buy your merch mm-hmm. um but uh with bed sheets it's just like no, no one's gonna see them they're underneath the c- comforter <laughs> it, it, it's like the the insides of a hot p- pocket <laughs> oh 
okay. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they don't need to look good per se. Mm-hmm. But they need to get the job done. They need to get the job done, but they they still need to be appetizing. And when you do bite into it, and when you do open it up, it still needs to look decent enough. Yeah. So I, I just, I was like, solid colors. That's what I Serviceable. want Serviceable. Yeah. Plain. Next, okay. I want a pair of, there I go again, a set of like dark purple. <gasps> Ooh, mysterious. Yeah. Yeah. Purple's my favorite. So that is why. Uh- uh, really? Yes. I, it is. I see you associated with purple so little. Usually, yeah, I, I don't really wear anything purple. I don't I don't really own anything purple. Huh. Uh but I I I I like yeah, like deeper, darker purples. Like an eggplant, an aubergine. Yeah. Yeah, because it's color of royalty but it is a mix between red and blue which is like darker it's more mysterious yeah yeah it's the color of royalty get over it no i don't don't. just something about you saying that and then saying it's (laughs) just so factually it's a mix of red and blue. Like you're giving a book report. Well, Melissa, <laughs> if you didn't know, know it's a mix of red know. and blue. You didn't hear it f- 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 from me, <laughs> but apparently, word on the street is it's a mix of red and blue. <laughs> the most basic fact, and you said it just so normally and seriously. <laughs> like this is, like this is how humans converse with each other just regularly <laughs> as adults purple you know <laughs> the mix of <laughs> the mix of red and blue <laughs> how do how do you not know this melissa come on <sighs> thought this was common knowledge <laughs> I'm laughing at how much you're laughing because you're like wiping away tears. Why can't stop? I I would if I could. This is my curse. Well, to answer your question, yes, Uh I did find the M and M's. Were they good? They're so good. And on on oh, on the package, awesome. it says they were the mm-hmm. winners of whatever flavor contest that they had. I, I don't yeah. know if it was like, hey, our top five flavors are all gonna. You, you just looked like the. I know, like that's what yeah. I felt like, like wiping all these tears away from my <laughs> eyes. I feel like the the Pan's Labyrinth monster. Exactly. Does that guy have a name? He probably does. I think I saw the movie once and is, I didn't like it. Is Pan Don't the girl's name? This is a movie like I love Del Toro. I've never Pan seen Pan is a this. flute. It is a it is. Yeah. Purple is the mix of red and blue. <laughs> you found my correct <laughs> Oh, this is good. Good. This is a good episode. (laughs) (laughs) 
um but yeah they're they're fan it's basically thin mint uh m&ms and i found them at target like i was hoping to because they they stopped selling them at the grocery store that i go to and i found them there that once and i was like these are fantastic uh, and yeah, never saw them again. And then just happened to like, you know what? I could probably buy them somewhere online. And so I, I, I searched for them and I found them on target. Um, mm. and so when, when I went, I bought them and then we had someone in the chat, um, last time your screen just got smaller. Um, the, oh. they were talking about like some jalapeno M&Ms. And I saw yes, those jalapeno too. What and country do those come to us from? Because I, I know they had like international, like it's English toffee, high coconut, Mexico, right? I would assume Mexico or South America. Do, do jalapenos stuff like come that. from another place? I I don't. I'm not a jalapeno expert. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I saw those, and I, I saw some, like, weird, it was some other, I think it was the Thai, what was the Thai one Thai you mentioned? Thai, yes. I think, I think it was that. I saw that, and I was like, that does not look like any kind of, like, I already don't like <laughs> coconut, and I'm pretty sure I don't like Thai stuff, but the, the mix of that is, it, it just, like, how would you even think of that? I don't, it's it's good. There is up in my my home suburb, not the suburb where I reside, but the suburb twenty minutes north where my parents live. There's an amazing Thai restaurant, and they have this dish called it was just coconut noodles, mm-hmm. and it's pink. Like whatever coconut they put in there, they add like something pink to it, and you can get it with shrimp, and it's just this big, sweet Weird. pink bowl. And it's it's the best, and I recommend this to anybody. A whole pink bowl of noodles. Should you find it in your own local? Um, but yes. So my my Eminem adventure was a success, as, as 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 you might say. Um, yeah. Another Eminem so, related question. Yes. Which Eminem do you think you are? on a like on a spiritual level not like i feel like peanut butter m&m but like uh, which flavor not which the ones one from the of the talking ones do you relate to the most no no that's what i'm asking which m&m character are you so i don't know the personalities would... of them i don't know which one's which <laughs> i my favorite well, ones are a... the caramel ones i love okay. the, those ones I don't and, know the personality of Carmel. Well, Melissa, the bag is purple. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a mix of red and blue. <laughs> it, it's, it's more like a purplish navy. If that makes I sense. I think so, yeah. It's very, very dark blue. Sam but. and I were talking about this recently. <laughs> Because I brought up J.K. Simmons, and she didn't know he was the voice of Yellow Eminem. Yeah, yes. Which, among his most prolific roles, 
J. Jonah Jameson, Cave Johnson, Yellow Eminem. There you go. Tenzin. I don't know. Uh, so we started talking about M&Ms, and I'm like, which one do you think you are? Because I would like to be like a green or a brown because they seem like they really have their lives together, like they're confident, strong women. Mm-hmm. But I think ultimately I'm just going to have to be like the nervous blue one. <laughs> like I have the M&Ms I aspire to be and then the M&Ms that I am. Exactly. So this <laughs> this makes me think, what should we do for our first oh. Patreon-exclusive a- episode of The Captain's Law? Because we've been doing yes. uh, Patreon-exclusive a- episodes of The Review Show, and I've been wanting to switch it up. So I think we're mm-hmm. – after the one we're going to record this weekend, I'm going to do one more of The Review Show because that will equal yeah. six of them. And then after that, I think we're going to switch to episodes of the Captain's Log for a bit. What mm-hmm. should we do for the first one? I know we've we've agreed loosely on a theme and that we're going to try and do like games with each other. Like yeah. play games and take quizzes and things like that. We talked about this, right? Personality tests and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Doing an episode of tests, doing an episode where we draft something. I, I should reach Other out to Belinda for that one because we wanted to do a Disney movie draft we, thing. We could draft dang anything. Like, we can go for the option where we just list stuff like, okay, wh- who are your favorite cartoon villains? Or we could go for the option where we build something. Like, in the way this com- it comes from sports. And in sports, you build a team. Like, you take various people and you put them together and you're like, this this list makes a cohesive whole at the end. So we could build a team of something. I've been thinking it'd be fun to take characters who do not exist in franchises and make a franchise out of them. Like, we're going to build the Avengers of just assorted people from non-franchise things. Like, okay, helming up my team is Nicolas Cage's character from National Treasure. One guy from an action movie I saw once. Like, just assorted standalone like non-canonical characters to anything just like people from one or two movies the most like i'm gonna take like you're just gonna league of extraordinary gentlemen and like pull them all together like this is my team they will fight there you go your league of extraordinary gentlemen as you said um Hmm. yeah we could do something like that i i i would still like i i've mentioned it once or twice i would still like to do that personality test that your friend had i i don't know if I'm, we can do it because i want to ask him if he even it. still has it yeah or if if, if you can if you can get that one. if you can get that or yeah if he'd be willing to make us one he, he'd he have some t- t- time he'd still have like a month or so mm-hmm. he'd have at least a month to make it but mm-hmm. Because it 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 was not just like a re- regular personality it was, test. It was, it was it was a dark Myers Briggs test. It was a Myers Briggs test for all the negative parts of I, your personality. I I would love to do something like that for the first one. Oh, all right. Let's let's really get to know ourselves. Um, and then I we've also t- tossed the idea. Yeah, doing do, do our like what of our top. 
favorite robots oh, yeah. like yeah, we did. Yeah, just like countdowns and yeah. lists and quantifying things. Like, okay, let's we're going to rank the MCU films or whatever. Do you know anyone who knows tarot card stuff? Because that could be an interesting one, too. That sounds really tricky to do across the internet is the only thing. Potentially. Like, I'd, like if I knew somebody, like maybe they could come over here and do my cards for me, and you would just have to watch through your webcam. <laughs> or maybe, like, I guess they could do yours. Like, I don't know if you have to physically touch the cards to get your tarot read for you. If you, like, tap the deck and that imbues it with your energy Move and then the with card. my mind. <laughs> i i can ask about that that sounds really fun oh we you know see. what i want to do you know what i'd want to do what would you want to do let's play mash yeah there you go like the millennials that we are mansion apartment shack house you know exactly let's name five spouses and five cars we want to drive and five jobs we want to have and <laughs> all of it every category we can think of exactly uh let's see i'm trying to oh whoops that's not what i wanted to move i just moved everything i don't know why it's moving everything that's not what i want <laughs> i want this thing there we go um i'm tr tr trying to fix your camera uh-huh while i'm speaking here i'm too little i did I, yeah it's something like that <laughs> why does it for once in my life too small i do that but why is it sometimes it angers me i don't know why it does <laughs> certain things um but yeah like i i think i think stuff like that would be neat i i i really like the idea of that like personality test style thing being the first thing that we do yes yeah um especially if it's some kind of special one or a wacky one mm -hmm. or something like that i i like that idea we can al always do some something else but i think that would be a good idea i liked the idea of uh doing the like fantasy draft mm. thing now you you mentioned potentially reaching out to belinda on that one yeah because you threw out disney as a topic for the draft and i'm like well we'd have to have belinda on clearly yeah i'm i might e e e even be more inter interested in like officiating between you two since you are the the disney experts and i have no idea what i'm oh, talking about oh you should about. get like a disney like trivia quiz put together and like i could and like you moderate both of us you give us the questions i could i think she does disney tri trivia though so i think that might be something she's really good at um but I, I don't know but um yeah you should see about that personality test and let okay. me know because I, I, I if not then we'll have to pick something else we'll find another quiz yeah, we can find one. So we have recently divided our department up into three teams so that we can always have dedicated coverage buddies. Like if somebody's out of the office, it's not like, okay, I'll, here's your list of journals. Everybody pick three journals and you cover those for the day. Now it's like you have your own little pod. 
every those other people in your pod are going to know your work really closely they will automatically cover for you when you're gone mm-hmm. we won't have to like scramble to find okay uh, somebody's gone who can take this like we've got buddies for these things sure. and you know if you just end up light one day hey i've got a spare hour can i help you with your checks or something like that so we have these three teams and our, our supervisor was like and you can name the teams if you want i don't care so we got very into naming the teams okay <laughs> Kate named her team Horses in the Backlog. <laughs> okay. I, I, is, is that a reference to something? Yeah, it's um, Old Town Road, the okay. song. That's why I don't know what it is. You got I've, the horses in the I've back. I've heard the song once. Horses in the back. <laughs> and this is what we do. This is the purpose of our life. We have to clear manuscript checks out from under backlogs, and we have to get our turnaround times down as short as they possibly can be. Okay. Do everything as fast as you can is the principle of our job, basically. So she named hers Horses in the Backlog, and I named my team Medieval Turnaround Times Dinner and Tournament. Okay. (laughs) Our sigil is a falcon. (laughs) And the third team... This is uh, the quiz guy is on it. And none of these teams have leaders, but we've, we've been talking to him about it just because he's like the most senior member of the team. So it seems like he would care the most. We're like, Dustin, mm-hmm. what are you going to name the team? And he's like, uh, team two, the second team. <laughs> like, you can't. You have to come up with a real, real name for this. Two team, too furious. That's what he said next. Is that really what he said next? Yes. <laughs> yes. Great minds think alike. We're like, okay, that's better. But we were throwing him these other, these other ones. Like, one of mine was submission impossible Nailed ghost it. protocol because I want all these team names to be as obnoxious and long as possible. And the the title of our job, uh, we work for, we are the journal editorial office. So mm-hmm. when we're labeled in the email system, we are labeled as the JEO. So another name I threw out was JEO Power and Associates. <laughs> yeah. Just obnoxious, like long, complicated phrases. And he's like, I think two team, two furious is good enough. I'm done. <laughs> that's not a bad team name why didn't you guys pick that one they were team two we weren't you should have voted i'm like yes oh go with that one so sometimes sometimes he really cares about stuff like writing this entire personality quiz and sometimes he doesn't so we'll (laughs) see what he says when i'm like can you dig up this thing for me he might be like uh no you you should be like, hey, do it now. Don't 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 like ask. <laughs> just just demand it. Be like, hey, you authority. dig you. this thing up. Find it. I need it. It's I'll mandatory. Make Kate do it because Kate's the one. Kate's the aggressive one who bosses everybody around. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <She's>... <laughs> yeah, we all have our roles in the team, and I'm like the the soft matronly fairy godmother who answers everybody's questions and she's um the loud jock (laughs) (laughs) yells at everybody because she's used to being a coach (laughs) 
All right, everybody, get back to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not far off. So, I've... <sighs> Kyle, I have a question for you. I'm going to ask one. Okay, go for it. Because I was about to mention this whole Robert Redford, Zach Galifianakis thing. Have you? What? We'll we'll you... we'll we'll get to that in a sec. Ask your okay. question. Okay. <laughs> I'm very curious because all you had written was it was Robert Redford the whole time yeah. without any context, and it makes him sound like he's the Scooby Doo villain under the mask. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll get back to that. So I was at a party with friends and we were talking about movies and the actress Melissa McCarthy came up and I said, you know what? I think she's really my favorite other Melissa. And I was talking to a friend named Ian and I asked him, who's your favorite other Ian? And he gives me this incredulous look and he says, McKellen. It's like, so I wanted to ask you, who one. is your favorite other Kyle? You know, I I saw this on the list, and I had to look up people named I Kyle. Like, <laughs> I could name, there's Kyle Chandler from Friday Night Lights, Kyle Rayner, the Green Lantern, and then I couldn't think of anybody else. Oh, there's Kyle XY, the ABC family. The first thing that came show. to mind was Kyle XY, but that's dumb as hell. Uh <laughs> Of a real name so, no not it's not gonna be that one so yeah then i was like famous people named kyle mm -hmm. uh and it's a lot of sports people that i don't know there's like some comedians and screenwriters oh, it's like kyle how are Kinane. these guys it's like how, who are kyle these guys Kinane. um kyle mcclatchlin whom uh that's not how you say his name how do you pronounce his name kyle the guy from yeah the one from Twin P P P Peaks. Oh, the Fly Man. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, he's he's good. He's he's a fantastic That's a good actor. Quality Kyle to have. Yeah. Yeah, you got one for the good t t team. Mm. Uh, one one for the home team. But yeah, th there's there's not there's not many. Like Kyle's not an uncommon name. It's uncommon it's enough that I took a, like, it yeah. was, I've been thinking about this today. Like, how many other Kyles can I even name? And before coming here, I named two, and one of them was fictional. <laughs> Poor Kyle Rayner. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, 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 I saw him, and I was like, oh, great. He's, he's perfect. He's on Twin Peaks. He was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, he, he was? He, yeah. He was wow. on, on that show, too. He has a very small guest voice in the last episode of Gravity Falls. Okay. There mm -hmm. you go. Good stuff. Um, but yeah, he's, he's a good actor. I like him a lot. Good. Now, I good, will good, give good. the thumbs up that he gives in Twin Peaks. Um, <laughs> I would say that's my favorite. No, tell Kyle. me about Robert Redford and like what haunted carnival he was trying to scare land developers away from. So you've seen the meme of the guy, the like guy out in the woods. He has beard. He has hair, maybe just a little bit down past his ear. And he, he just gives you that nod. Just like, good job. I think it's a gif. It, it's a meme. Yeah, it, it's it, it's a gif. It's the guy. He's like. Which way is it to you? I, I guess it's this way. I don't know. And he, he, I think he's, I know what he's you're just talking like, about. Good job. 
I and think it's I like slowly coming in. Yeah. Apparently, everyone thought that was Zach Galifianakis. Famous bearded man. It's not. It's Robert Redford. Huh. And huh. The, they don't look similar. No. No. And the internet went cr- crazy being like, that's not Zach Galifianakis. What, what in the world? And they're all like, it's Robert Redford. And then all these <laughs> j- 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 Gen Z kids. And black. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, but then all, all of these j- 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 Gen Z kids are, are going, who's Robert Redford? You know, he's uh, Alexander Pierce from Captain America, the Winter that's, Soldier. Yes, that's what was happening. They were like, oh, he's that one guy from Winter <laughs> Soldier. And then we're just like, oh, my God. That's not Why that's is... not a bad place to know him from. You know, maybe you I mean, didn't yeah, he... get to watch all the president's men in a high school journalism class. It's like, have you not seen Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? Have you not? Like, I, I haven't. I'm not a dad. I mean, you don't have to be a dad to have seen that. Your dad could have had that on because that's what dads watch. Like it, it, it was just one. It was, it was a nightmare. It was so funny to to, to watch as like people my age and just slightly older were all just like, I feel so old. Like they don't know who Robert Redford did, and he was old for us. <laughs> <laughs> he was like not a person common for our generation to know. Yeah, but but he's also like so famous and like like the yeah. It's just like how do you not know who he is? It's so strange. But yeah, so it was almost like one of those Mandala effect things. Mm. So I I retweeted some news article that was like, did you know that this is not Zach Galifianakis and that it was Robert Redford the whole time? The whole time. And I was like, yeah, I was like, remember <laughs> when they changed the Berenstein Bears to the Berenstein Bears? What else are they hiding? Bears to Kazam. Yeah. What else are they hiding? You know? It's like, what else have they changed? And we just don't know it. Um, I had a moment with a friend of mine where I think he was, I forget how this started. I think he was just saying like, oh, you know, somebody came up to me and like acted like we knew each other from high school and they looked kind of familiar, but I don't think I was the person they thought I was. And like, what if you are the subject of somebody else's Mandela effect? Like, it always happens wild. to you. Like, you think the wrong thing. But what if somebody is thinking the wrong thing about you? Like, what if there's somebody who swears up and down? Oh, yeah, I remember that kid from my class, Kevin Springer. Kevin Springer is great. So, Sam, no, it, I I always <laughs> remembered it as the Baron Steen Bears. But apparently it's the Baron Stain Bears. And... and no, that's not what I remember. None of the books said that that I remember, but some somehow we switched universes. I remember very distinctly the book said Berenstain, but my mom pronounced it Berenstain. Berenstain. Yeah, I I I, I don't like, know. Well, that was the I thing. I guess mom just doesn't get it. You know, I'm not gonna stop her. She can say it however she wants. I can read. And I know what's correct, so I don't need to have the upper hand here. 
mom can pronounce it wrong. <laughs> um, let's see. It's IPSOS official. Uh, asks, how old are we? We are both twenty-eight. We are. Um, yeah. So then this whole this whole Zach Galifianakis Robert Redford thing is just like what? How? How do people like? I I guess I didn't recognize who it was. Anyways, I, I yeah. But it, I I don't pay terrible amounts of. I I didn't really care, but it yeah. When it came out that it was Robert Redford the whole time, and everyone was just like, "How do you? Who's Robert Redford?" It's like that. No, I'm sure we've all got those people where it's like I've seen the face and I've heard the name, but I'm not a hundred percent sure that face and name match up to each other and what that person did. Yeah, they did something like this. They were in, you know, a, a big movie. My mom liked that guy. Yeah, we've all got that guy. Yeah. Oh well. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Robert Redford himself doesn't mind. He's I, well, I'm sure Zach Galifianakis doesn't mind because Robert Redford was a handsome looking dude back when, in in yes. in in his his day. So to get get be like, man, is that Robert Redford? It's like, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, strange stuff. Speaking of things that are uh, very very old, the Flintstones. Yes, Melissa, the, the the flint stones. Flint stones. Flint stones. <laughs> um, apparently they are working in. Uh, they're working on an adult version of the Flintstones. I I I don't know. How, it's. I think they're doing an an animated cartoon, but it's aimed at adults. It was originally. Mm, yeah. I mean. It was, safe. it was safe for kids, but I don't think they're like, kids are going to love this story about Fred spending the savings that <laughs> Wilma wanted to use on a new washing machine to buy himself a bowling ball. You know, kids 8 to 12, going to eat that up. Yeah. And it like, it's one of those weird things of like, I, I both... So there was some recent Flintstones comics. Yes, I've heard those are great. They are. They're brilliant. Mm-hmm. But it it wasn't much of a new take on them. But it was kind of it not spun in a different like it's it's hard to explain. Like it's it's the exact same thing. It's the, all the exact same stuff happens, but it manages to like pull out all the like social issues and the political mm-hmm. stuff go going on and all the more metaphors back behind there a living well it 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 pulls that stuff out but in a comedic mm. way that is a, a hell of a lot funnier than you, you know the cartoon or the the the, the 90s film mm-hmm. um and and apparently they're making a cartoon and I'm hoping it is based off of those comics. I'd hope so too. Yeah, because those comics are amazing. That sounds like a good match. Yeah, um, I just thought that was an interesting thing, Melissa. If you had to make an adult version of the Flintstones, mm. what would be in this adult version of the of the Flintstones? Flintstones. In the 
I don't know. I've never looked at the Flintstones and said, this is missing something. I mean, it's not like, <laughs> what would you add to it? But like, what, what would your uh, take be? What, what would it focus on? I don't know. I d- is, I d- is there a certain It would be nice if Willem and Betty also had jobs. They're not obligated to. They're certainly welcome to continue so like, being homemakers. But if they, if we just had another workplace environment besides, you know, Slate Co., I would enjoy that. Okay. That could work. I While you were saying that, this is not exactly what you were thinking, but I, I, I was like, what if it's Desperate Housewives <laughs> but the Flintstones? <laughs> <laughs> I like this. That could be really funny. I just um, want all, all the same rock puns, but sure. used sexily. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know if you can do that sexily? Sexy? I, I, just like... They're puns. It's meant to be like... Uh, did you just... All right, what? we're done here. <laughs> you oh, know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know, but uh, yeah, I, I I think if if it was up to to me, what would I do? I see. I I I think my take no one would like. Like I. <laughs> I, I I feel like I would want to dive more into the I mean, I mean the c- c- comic kind of does this in in issue in issue or two like these guys were both soldiers they like they had to build this t- t- town they had to like what? kill a bunch of people and a- animals to Hold like on. Fred and Barney are veterans yeah yeah of what of what war. It, it it was like it was so in in the comics it was like um they they had a newly elected mayor who uh is this like neanderthal guy he's just a complete savage he wants to fight things and beat okay. things up and um he he sees the people that still live in the trees as th- as th- threats and okay. stuff and so it's this whole idea of like hey there's these People outside our b- 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 borders, okay. they're trying to get in. We shouldn't let them because they're d- 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 different and all that stuff. Mm-hmm, so I, mm-hmm. I like playing up some of those metaphors. Okay, okay. Maybe not that one in particular, but this idea. Yeah, these guys were veterans. They fought in a war back then. Oh. What What is it like to have to learn to evolve and like... Yeah, really, like, okay. How does that stuff like? How do you actually get to a point where you can build the town of Bedrock? What's what sacrifices had to really be made? What is underneath that bed? What are they? What are they hiding? What are your? What war have they crimes? buried under there with those <laughs> what dinosaur are the bones? Sins yeah. of these wreckers, right? <laughs> I I just because this is such early humankind, I want it to be linguistic nonsense i want every episode to play with language a lot like they're just like all right we need to name this thing and they go through the cycles of just stringing words together just making 
metaphors, making turns of phrases, making allegories and aphorisms for the first time. Oh, yeah. In the comic, they touch on on religion and stuff like that. Mm. Just like how, like how do we make religion and what do we c- c- call God? Except they weren't calling a God. Of just like how do we do that? How do we get people to come to this thing and like lift up their spirits? And can we get them to pay us? Can, can we like? <laughs> uh, uh, this is Jesus. It was a carpenter. I don't think the Flintstones world has any carpenters. Like, I don't hardly see anything that isn't made out of rock. I never see, like, a nice wooden table like Jesus would have made. I don't, like, that intrinsic part of the mythology would be gone, and something about that upsets me. <laughs> yeah. This this comic was wild, though, but it, it, it like, it's a, it's exactly what you know from the Flintstones, but it it just it takes a look at at, at all these different aspects about life, and it p- pulls yeah. out yeah all of the like socio political economic mm-hmm. stuff that you wouldn't expect from a Flintstones comic. Mm-hmm. It pulls them out amazingly well, and it's funny. They Good. make it really funny. I'm so intrigued by this. One of these so, days I'm going to yeah. sit down and read this thing just so I have a better it's, concept of what people are talking about. It's only like two volumes. It's like 12 mm-hmm. or 13 ish issues. So it's super fast read. I'd like to have that same treatment for everything. I want to see like the more mature, thoughtful Yogi Bear and like what that's about. The the real, that would be about like deforestation and stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, because they they, they did a whole line of like, hey, let's bring back those old Hanna-Barbera. Isn't there one where like, is it is it Snaggletooth that's basically just Tennessee? Yeah, Snagglepuss, he's just Tennessee Williams. He's just an old, sad gay playwright. I've I've heard that one is brilliant. I'm I'm not familiar with Snagglepuss, so I don't know if I would really get it, but like. Yeah, I've 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 heard the Flintstones was the best one. I've heard Snagglepuss was good, and I've heard the Jetsons one was good. I'm intrigued about the Jetsons. I think they did a couple other ones that I, I didn't hear. They were just like, you don't need to read. These. I will. I will watch. Melissa, Scooby Doo hits me. You yes. were just getting robotty on me. Can you repeat that? Uh, I will watch or read or take it in, however I need to take it in, any version of Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo is like one of my big soft spots. That aren't hits they me making a new time. one, a new show soon? Yeah, there's going to be a new show called, I think it's Scooby-Doo and Guess Who? And it's that old, like, guest star, what are you doing here? Like, it's that's not the, the entire board game. That they're not just, like, <laughs> walking around with the b- 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 board game? It's just, I think, typical Scooby-Doo adventures, but the, the point of it is that they are leaning real hard into bizarre guest stars. Like, what... What were the Harlem Globetrotters doing on Scooby-Doo? It is a past of doing this, and it is a past of doing it like, oh, we all just accepted this like this was going to happen? Okay. And so, now this is leaning real hard into it. Like, 
maybe one of them was Zach Galifianakis. What are you doing here? Like, no, it's-, it's Robert Redford the whole time. Ah! Uh, so the the chat wants to know if you've seen all the Scooby Doo movies, and I want to know which one is your favorite. Oh, I have not seen. Okay, I've seen the two live action ones. Um, I have seen many of the animated ones uh, from within my own lifetime. Zombie Island, classic. Zombie Island's very good. You know, I've seen like Cyber Chase and Witch's Ghost and Alien Cyber Invaders. Chase. Oh, yeah. They go inside a computer and fight a virus. Wow. Yeah. It's okay. Scooby-Doo has seen some shit, man. It's not as good as Zombie Island. Zombie Island's so great. <laughs> Zombie Island holds up. And then out of the recent generation of these, uh-huh. like around the same time that Cartoon Network was producing Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, the TV show, right. which is still one of my favorite cartoons of recent years. It's really strong. Mm-hmm. Around that same time, the studio was producing these direct-to-DVD movies that aren't in the same style they aren't in that same continuity but they have kind of a similar like sense of humor to them and there's one called scooby-doo stage fright that is pretty entertaining where it's like a star search kind or like america's got talent kind of competition show that they go to where people are slowly getting like sabotaged and also this kind of phantom of the opera sort of deal where like it's okay. clear there's some specter that wants one person to win why that one person who's the specter <laughs> it's just got a lot of really fun side characters in it wayne brady's in it you can't go wrong with that <laughs> quite a variety so that one's you, entertaining you mentioned the harlem globe trotters fun fact i've been to go see the harlem globe trotters uh and i've gotten to sit courtside uh, at how did you get games. such a privilege i i don't remember i was really <laughs> young i think my dad got tickets from work some some somehow mm-hmm. and i want to say i want to say i've seen them more than once but i c- could be wrong i don't really remember but i remember i was sitting courtside uh, yes. and i had this big giant thing of cotton candy because i was of course young i don't remember exactly how young so i i I don't even young enough that cotton candy is like i mean legitimate food stuff let's be honest (laughs) cotton candy is still a legitimate food stuff (laughs) um but but yeah and enough that that's what my parents bought me to get me to shut up and pay attention and stuff (laughs) like that um and I guess it was during one of the breaks or something, but one of them uh, goes and gets the cotton candy guy, takes all of the cotton candy, and just starts passing it out to people. And so there I am with my full thing of of cotton candy that I'm picking, and he hands me another one. Oh, man. And my parents are like, oh, God, the sugar. Oh, no. (laughs) And so they're like, no, no, son, you can't have that. You need to give that to someone else. And I'm just like. You have to. This is your destiny. Look, I got it for free. This is the. I'm I'm the chosen one. He's my dad now. (laughs) (laughs) Why can't you be more like them? (laughs) (laughs) Now this is this is a new 
story I want. My parents, the Harlem Globetrotters, and it's the entirety of the Harlem Globetrotters raising one small boy. It's it's it, it, it's 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 a it's a new installment in in those books like vampires don't wear striped shirts. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You remember those books? Yes. So like good. In the same series as like tree magic tree house. Yeah, it was something like that. Yes, yeah. I don't know, but yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. My parents, the Harlem Globe Trotters. Um, <laughs> my five dads. <laughs> um, but, Just two alternate dads. Yeah, no, but like that, like that was a that was a thing that happened. I sat courtside at a Harlem Globe Trotters basketball game, and I was double fisting my cotton candy. Yeah. Wow, that's living large. Hell yeah. Dang. When I retire, that's what I want to do again. <laughs> Sit courtside. One childhood memory to revisit. Just imagine me at like 68 years old. I have someone like knee high socks and suspenders sitting courtside yeah, at the Harlem Globe Trotters. Yeah. With like, with, this with is a, how you will live your life regardless of how society progresses. You're going to be cyberpunk. Mechanical arm and stuff. Yeah. And I'm sitting there with <laughs> two things of cotton candy courtside at the Harlem Globe Trotters. <laughs> 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 that's how i want to live yeah exactly. not that specifically with that kind of childhood exuberance like i think <laughs> when i retire i'm gonna build myself a full-size barbie dream house i can live in there you go there you go my my mom always wants me to like build her a a house because somehow she thinks because i went to art school that i know how to build a oh, house like like a real one or like oh, yeah. a she wants me to like design their house and stuff you're like that you're not an engineer you don't know physics i i mean i've played the sims once uh i think it was the I, sims yeah, 2 I don't, that, I don't know if that not the same you. Uh, oh two sims <laughs> but she's always like you should design our house someday blah 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 and i'm like well give me the lincoln logs and i'll get to work mm. and 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 she has yet to buy me a new stack of Lincoln Logs, so. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's been my week, Melissa. Do you mm -hmm, have mm -hmm. anything else you want to talk about before we wrap things up and do housekeeping? Ding, dang. I think we crossed everything off the list that I had put there. It's been I, a good I, week. I started my rewatch of Evangelion. I might talk more about that going. once I'm done with the sh show. It's g great. That's I, I I will say if you have not checked out uh, the episodes that Waypoint is putting out, they're another podcast, Waypoint Radio. Uh, they're they've done a couple episodes, uh, basically covering the Evangelion. A couple of them have seen it before. A couple of them have never seen it, so they're all rewatching it together and like discussing it in ch in chunks. Uh, and it's it's fascinating because one of them, uh, Austin Walker, 
Uh, he's mm-hmm. a huge like mecha anime fan, and his mm-hmm. knowledge of that stuff puts me to shame. It, it makes me look <laughs> like I have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, it like it is a must if you are rewatching that show. Go go check out the stuff that they're talking about. It's fascinating. They're 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 theorizing, they're dissecting it, they're Ooh. critiquing it, and they're yeah, fantastic stuff. So. Maybe I will talk more about that once I'm all all done with the show. Nice. Sounds good. Uh, housekeeping, though, before we get yes. out of here, a big shout out to our Patreon supporters, Sam and Christine. Yeah. Thank you guys for supporting us. Uh, you guys are supporting us at the $5 tier. Uh, and for anyone else who likes what we do here, patreon.com slash the whatnots yeah. is where you can support us. Uh, the $1 here we'll get you all the episodes early if i can get them up on time i've been a little bit late with those ones mm-hmm. um and get, it'll also get you access to the live streams of the review show which is another mm-hmm. one of the podcasts that we do here at the whatnots this week on the review show we are covering the anime film metropolis yeah, uh, based are. on the works of osama tezuka we're gonna have my brother come on my brother james By is gonna be back it's like yeah is this, is uh, a, a that's old Wilkinson family favorite. Yeah. Good, good, good stuff. Last uh, and that's, week that's covered... on our episode of the review show. Yes. Last week on the review show, we covered Hadron Gospel Hour. Mm-hmm. It's a audio drama. I think there's two or three seasons. I don't remember exactly how many. There... We covered the first one, the first season, yes. which is the first nine episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort and of that a was fun... a lot of fun. Yeah, wild sci-fi adventure, just sort of hopping from wacky multiverse to wacky multiverse. Exactly. Uh, and last week here on the Captain's Log, Melissa, you shared a st- story about making a mixed CD for an old schoolmate that you had. Yes. And that was a wild story. It's it's one of my personal <laughs> favorite stories. And I read out the entire meticulously chosen track list. It for is this a great joke playlist. CD. We tried to give a boy none of us had seen in several years. Good stuff. We also came up with a sci-fi dystopian steakhouse, uh, which is a phenomenal idea, and none of you should steal it because this is that's the business I'm going to start, get rich off of, and then retire early so I can go sit courtside uh, at the Harlem Globe (laughs) Trotters. With one cotton candy in each hand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that should be fun. Be on the lookout for all of that stuff. You guys can find out more information at thewhatnots.com. All of our podcasts can be found anywhere podcasts are sold. Just search for The Whatnots. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's whatnots as in like astronauts. Yes. Uh, and stuff this like that. It's spelled a little to people. differently. Um, yeah, Melissa, where can they find you these days? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. Go to my Instagram and find a picture of a cake I made. There it's a go. good cake. The cake is a lie. Uh, mine. <laughs> you, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on, tw- on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and we are at The Whatnots on Twitter if, if you guys want updates with this show as well. Uh, once again, go like, share, subscribe, sell your soul, mm-hmm. give us all your life savings over at our Patreon, uh, and that would be wonderful. This has been episode 58 of The Captain's Log. We will see you guys next week. Adios. Adios.
Bye.